This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Get out of town. Welcome to the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. We are at the Liveberg Studios. Our producer, Ben Stonium, is here with us. And, John, it's season two, mm. episode one. The Revenge Tour. <laughs> the Keep Our Jobs Tour. We're back on video. We're back on video. How about that? So, I'll tell you what I did before I got here. Uh, just where I'm at, I'll just give you my headspace. Yeah, please do. Uh, people drive really fast on my street. It bothers me. The Steelers just got obliterated. Right, right. Uh, so, my new thing is to, like... Uh, kind of like walk into the street a little bit when people are driving really fat, you know, like just so they're like, just so someone's like second guess is like, whoa, this guy like, and some guy was going real fast and I took a real wide berth, a real wide angle to get back to the sidewalk. I was getting some stuff out of my car because um, why not? You know, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? I'll tell you what's going on. You wanted him to stop. Yeah, right? You wanted to take out the Steelers' inept offense and impotent defense Uh, on a fellow motorist. You were at the game? All right, yeah, I I guess there's there's really no good place to start here. And I did hear at one point Moose Johnson and Joe Davis said on the broadcast Uh in the third quarter... This is one of those games where maybe you don't even look at the tape as a player. You just throw it out and move on to the next one because, A, there's too much stuff to cover, and, B, it's just that bad. Wow. You need a mental reset. So I I went down to the game. Okay. I was at the tailgate. Had a couple beers. Right. Seeing my tailgate people. Mm -hmm. Shout out Matt and Bobby. Hell yeah. Right. I'm down there. It's fun. Red Lot 7D. Chilling. The vibes are good. The Steelers are elite. Right. You're like, who's going to score the first touchdown? Who do you think it's going to be? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Brock Purdy can't throw very far. Yeah. He couldn't before the arm thing. Right. And now he's got Tommy John surgery. Yeah. So then I I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a ticket. I I didn't go down with one. I'll scalp one. It'll be super easy. Mm. No inventory. A million 49ers fans. I asked, I don't know, 25 I need ticket dudes yeah. down there. No singles. No pairs. Found one guy with pairs. I said, all right, can you split them? And he said, absolutely not. I said, what are you selling pairs for? And he said, 800 That's like AFC championship prices. Wow. Keep in mind, this is right after kickoff. Dude, that's like the insult to the injury of San Francisco, man. Right, like I was priced out. We got Argo Duolingo people down here right, buying us out of our birthright. Listen, congratulations on being a successful person 
when success is defined as programming a robot to feel love. Right. But I'm I'm trying to go to this game. It wasn't possible. I Uber home ten nothing when I walked in the door. I was like, Well, huh. wait a second. Huh. Maybe No, I didn't dodge a bullet. I still wanted to be there. Right. And then it became very clear very quickly yeah. that it was it was God working in a mysterious way. Right. To help you. Yeah, to help me. Here's here's what this game was like for me, and I know other people have experienced this. Whether it's an uncle or your father, you step to him maybe a couple years before you really should have, and you learn a valuable lesson <laughs> when you do that. The Steelers, Kenny Pickett, we're we're you know riding high off the preseason. We're fifteen. We're feeling tough. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're fifteen. We had a couple beers, and we came home at eleven thirty when we said we would have the car back by eleven, and we're popping off at the mouth mm-hmm. when we're told, and you know what? The 49ers are a little further down this road to success. They're they're more a complete team. I think we forgot that. I think we forgot, and we got we got daddied. We, we did. Got beat. We we they took the belt out on us. We were paddled. Yeah, we made Brandon Ayuk looking like Randy freaking Moss My out goodness. there. We got Ayuked. We got CMC'd. Yeah. We got seed up. <laughs> Fred Warner. Dude, the Fred Warner, my God! I would say the worst play of the game, and there are so many, but to distill it all down, other of course than Kenny Pickett missing Deontay Johnson mm-hmm. on that like five foot throw, that was bad. Was like okay, the Steelers have regrouped. Yeah. They scored a touchdown. The second half, hope springs eternal. We're not this bad, mm. and then the Christian McCaffrey. 62-yard run. That was bad. That was like, at that point, I I stood up and I paced in my kitchen. I did the old, like, I, like I'm in a prison cell. Right. And, hey, no one cares, but I was also playing a guy in fantasy that had Christian McCaffrey. So that's just a little something. Extra. Again, no one cares. No one cares, but that, that doesn't make it any easier. Yeah. And, and I just, I want to close this segment with just a deep... San Francisco, um, and I really mean it. I when they they were showing, they didn't show the exodus of Steeler fans, but you could tell that the stands were like, dude, they the, did the thing, the drunkest, saddest, most hardcore Steeler fans, and every Niners dickhead in the world, yeah, with the phone out, fan reaction. Right, I was at this game. I paid eight hundred dollars for two tickets. We stomped them, and it was. I just I felt so angry, and then I was so, I was like, "Wow, thank God I'm not down there yeah. at this game." Because what are you gonna do? Not say something? Right? No, you have to say. Something. You have to say yeah. something. You have to say something. This is the disrespect. The biggest news story I think of the summer, John. Maybe other than the Morgan Wallen fight, it's a big one. But it's like one A, one B with the romper stomper woman, uh, and. This, Ric Flair appearing at Giant Eagle in Pittsburgh to promote an energy drink. It's really hard to pick ones or twos there. And you can guess what it's called. It's called Woo Energy. And if you've ever wondered how that would be spelled, how many O's Mm. in Woo, it's five for this. Really? Yeah, for this, even though I think, I think, 
in his heart of hearts, I think Ric Flair would would do two O's, yeah, you know, for brevity's sake. But for this, it's it's five O's. All right, Ric Flair doing these appearances, starting a new enterprise, energy drinks with mushrooms in them, going where no. <laughs> Going where no caffeinated beverage has gone before, that is what makes him the hardest working man, I guess, in show business. Right. He was probably the hardest working man at Waterworks Giant Eagle or wherever he was. That's exactly right, John. And from what I understand, when Rick went there to do his appearance, they were short-staffed as these chains always are. Right. Even local ones. Even a local stalwart like the Eagle. Supply chain, man. (laughs) So when Rick went there, obviously, you know, he was asked, Mr. Flair, I hate to do this. You think you'd be able to to pick up a shift? Steve called off. I guess he, he gets his kid on Wednesdays. Would you be able to do it? Right. And Rick stepped up. He stepped up huge kind of guy he is. Yeah, he grabbed an apron, a little name badge. Boa. A feather boa. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, he gave Giant Eagle a little boost of elbow grease, Ric Flair style. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where, where do you think you're going, Nature Boy? Woo! Today, your new title is Stock Boy. Woo! And we need, to, we need this display of meatless sausage patties ready for the main event. Woo! No, Rick, no. Get down from the ladder. Woo! No, you will not knee drop me. Woo! I'm the prepared foods team leader. Woo! No, no, Rick. Woo! Rick, Woo! that's not Woo! the other four horsemen. That's Kyle, Mark, and Linda. They're from the deli team. Woo! Like I said earlier, you're not defending the title today. We need you at the self-checkout. There's a 70-year-old woman skimming advantage cards for the gecko points. Woo! No, Rick, not the figure four. Ma'am, I- I'm sorry. Woo! Hey, Rick, I just want to say, you, you've been doing an excellent job at Curbside. Woo! Maybe someday you'll be market district manager. I don't know. Woo! Anyways, some of your fellow team members have sort of brought this to my attention. Woo! Let me check my notes. Uh, a sequin-coated, feather-trimmed, full-length bathrobe is, is in slight conflict with the dress code policy here. Uh, if, if you turn to page 13 in your handbook... Woo! Yeah, yeah, page 13. Woo! Rick, I don't think this is working out. You spend most of your breaks in the olive oil section lathering up. Woo-hoo. You tried teaching an Eagle intern to bleed the hard way? Woo! Plus, you ruined my childhood by helping The Undertaker defeat Hogan at the 91 Survivor Series. Look, I'll be happy to give you a reference for a position at the food land down the street, okay? Woo-hoo. Hey, man, th- thanks for having this talk with me. Woo-hoo. What sort of seems like the unfortunate theme of this show is that it can always get worse. Hopefully it doesn't, but it always can. I don't know how this person came back into my life, but John Benstonium, as you know, I once was a gopher for Clear Channel Pittsburgh, which is now iHeartMedia. I did a lot of running around, a lot of bullshit, a lot of low-responsibility work. One of those gigs, John, was engineering the Antonio Brown show. I don't know how this person came back into my life, but I was at... I was at the bar on Sunday after the Steeler game. Everybody's miserable. Mm. Someone had actually brought Simon, the game, the memory game with the four quadrants and colors that you memorize the pattern you have to do it, which was awesome because okay. it for two minutes, it took you out of... Right, you're able to forget. 
Yeah, you had to concentrate on something else other than the terrible play yeah. of the team that you've invested so much mental energy in. Right. So we're there, and I look over, and I see this guy, and I'm like, that looks that guy looks really familiar. That actually looks like a guy who I met while recording the Antonio Brown show hmm. at Lot 17 in Bloomfield. Great spot. Check it out. This guy came in. This is 2013. Antonio Brown is in the midst. This is like part of his meteoric rise right. to being the best wide receiver in football. He he had like, you know, I think 160 catches that year. This guy comes into the bar. He says, he waits patiently for the break. And then he asks Antonio Brown to, to autograph his arm with a Sharpie. AB does it. And the guy goes, I'm going to get this inked right now. Wow. We have a picture here. You can take a look. This gentleman's name is Steve. He lives in Bloomfield. Shout out to Steve for for number one. <laughs> I went up to him. I was like, Steve, hey, man, you're, you, you're the guy with the Antonio Brown tattoo. He's like, yeah, that's right. In this photo, there's he's got a lot of Steeler tattoos. He's got Brett Kiesel's autograph on there, too. Mm. And for several years, Steve appeared to be a genius. It was a great decision yeah. for a while until yeah. it became like, hey, you know what's funny? I've got Antonio Brown's autograph. Oh, Lord. So I, I don't know, John. I mean, I guess with each passing year, having an Antonio Brown tattoo forever inked on your tri, which getting a tricep tattoo, right, a lot of pressure. You have to right. stay fit. Right. You've got to stay hungry so it doesn't malform i don't know if that happens yeah with tattoos. I, that... uh, maybe it'll come back around though you know maybe antonio he, brown will like save someone's life or antonio brown has been tweeting at the steelers yeah. since deontay johnson was announced injured right i hear you need help at wide receiver and things like that which is a little nutty mm -hmm. but yeah maybe you're right maybe antonio brown will maybe he'll defuse a bomb right. in the school cure polio Again. Polio 2. Yeah. <laughs> the return. Yeah. Not sure if you saw it in the days leading up to the game, John, but Minka Fitzpatrick took exception to his teammates and whoever in the locker room, mm. of which there are many people, stepping on the Steeler logo, hmm. the hallowed hypocycloids that adorn the middle of an area where grown men change. Right. And are interviewed in their underwear. He went full your gram <laughs> right. on these dudes. He like, do the... not step on that stair runner in your shoes. You're going to get gunk all over it. It seemed cool at the time. You're like, yeah, respect hey, the logo. Minka's respecting the logo, and he wants yeah. others to do that. In the wake of the loss, completely meaningless and dumb. Right. A total waste of time. Just make sure we got everybody covered. Well, but fortunately, yeah. John, there is some practicality behind what old 39 did. He is a heady player. He's a heady player and an entrepreneur launching his own new company. Uh. Does your team carpet logo smell like early season defeat? Did your team just take a giant dump in week one and smear metaphorical feces all over the pride logo and franchise they represent? Call Minka's Magic Logo Cleaners. 
Mink will clean the stink from your logo after dropping 30 to a QB without ligaments in his arm. We offer deep cleaning for any offense that couldn't manage a first down until my Uncle Ron was already 10 beers deep. But, but don't, don't take, take our word for it. I used to get really bogged down by minutia that didn't affect football games. But then I got Minka's Magic Logo Cleaners, and now I'm just satisfied. Does that make sense? Uh, that's, that's great. Could, uh, could, could you just say your name, please? Sure. My name is Daniel Jones, quarterback, New York Giants. We even offer drying services to carpets soaked with post-game tears. Tough stains are no match for our experienced staff. Grass stains. Blood stains. The emotional stain of watching endless replays of T.J. Watt losing a fumble to Brock Purdy's cheese hole. My God, how did he not get that? With the Browns heading to town this week, our appointments are filling up fast. Call now. On now to the Browns. Are you ready for some football? Prime time, baby. A Monday night party. If they win, I I'll tell you what. My whole approach now to this Browns game has changed. They beat the Bengals, who, you know, I would expect a little regression from the Bengals. Yeah. Joe Burrow division game, calf injury, right? Yeah. Weird Ohio yeah. stakes. I I feel like we know enough about the Bengals to know that they're not. Uh, the The floor of their game is still pretty high. Right. They're they're a favorite. A betting favorite to uh, get back to the Super Bowl. I I don't know. The Browns handled them easily. If the Steelers don't win Monday, it's going to... And this is a feeling that we've had for a few years now, being behind the eight ball all season, (sighs) clawing back from five and eight last year, you know, just... I don't want to do that again. Digging this huge hole and then having to cling to... The no losing season thing, like a life raft for your sanity. Yeah, I don't want to do that again. I don't either, man. Nick Chubb is really good. Nick though. Chubb's really good. The pass defense looked really bad against the Niners. There's a lot of things have to go right, and chief among them is Kenny Pickett playing well. Mm. The saving grace for Kenny Pickett right now, in terms of like, the court of public opinion and whatever. The organization obviously believes in him. The Levin Furniture commercial? The Levin. <laughs> Is that where you're going with this? No. I was going to say, we the people hate the backup options so much. Right. And sort of unfairly. Like I don't think people hate Mitch, but... You know, people are like, Mason Rudolph, oh my God, if he's in there, just... Whew. Just, just shoot me. Yeah. We'll see, man. We shall see, and I, I hope I hope when we're when we're back here at the Livebrook Studios, I hope we have I hope we have some better news. Yeah. All right. Hey, that's gonna do it for episode one, season two. The deuce. Uh, the deuce. <laughs> Look, we always want your opinions. We want your calls, your texts. Hit us up on the hotline four one two three six eight six three seven five or untitledpittsburgh at gmail Huge shout-out to Lyberg Studios for having us here. You can check them out, LybergStudio.com. Major thanks to our producer, Ben Stonian, for being here with us this evening. It's the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.